In this instance, Josh Mandel was standing and speaking. He challenged Mike Gibbons. I played this for you before, and then surrendered the floor to him. Mike Gibbons stood, and then Mike Gibbons responded in a way that apparently Josh Mandel didn't like because then he also stood. And when he stood, he walked over and approached Mike Gibbons. It looked like, well, it didn't look like it was nose to nose. And then this was part of the encounter that happened. First of all, Shanghai Shenda and buying, Chinese Petro. Buying a second. Right, you may not understand this because you've I never been in the private. No, you don't. I do. You've never been in the I private sector it. in your entire life. All right, Jenna, I've worked, sir. Josh, squat, Josh. Two tours in Iraq. Don't, don't tell me I haven't squat. worked. Don't tell me I haven't worked. You, you don't know squat. It's okay, right? You don't know squat. Two tours in Iraq. Don't tell me I haven't worked. Back off, buddy. You're going to You back off. Oh, my God. Never. That'll happen. Sit down. Never. Watch. Yeah. Watch. We'll swear it away with the wrong yeah. dude. No, no, guys. you're dealing with the wrong guy. You watch what happens. You watch what happens. All right. There All right, uh, guys. That was the... Uh, Josh doesn't understand this because he never spent a day in the private sector. Yeah. We, but when you buy a secondary stock... When you, when you buy a secondary stock, you aren't giving any money to the company. It's a market thing. And by the way, I don't even know I knew, I, I, I didn't even know I owned Chinese Petro. And if I did, it was being managed by U.S. Bank. Because I, frankly, was working in the private sector, and I don't have time to watch a stock portfolio. I'm too busy working. All right, there you go. That's the meat of the situation and the conversation. You heard a slight bleep there because that uh, there was a word there that would get us in trouble if we played it on the air. And uh, the question remains whether or not it's going to cause a problem for Josh Mandel, who used it in that showdown with Mike Gibbons. And I'm told Mike Gibbons is on the line now, so let's welcome the uh, Senate uh, candidate. Uh, and right now in the polls, the front runner in the Senate race to replace Rob Portman, Mike Gibbons, back to our program. Mike, good morning. Morning, Bob. <laughs> Well, that that's was probably more than you. That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah. Oh, really? You you have not listened back to the recording since uh, since Friday night? No, no, I hadn't. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, well, then give me your first reaction to that. Well, to be honest, I didn't hear any of that interchange. I don't remember any of that interchange because, uh, frankly, I was thinking I'm here running for office because I you know, love America and want to try and help fix things and it's a u.s senate race and i now have a guy charging me and it looks like he's going to punch me and what do you do in front of 500 people when somebody's going to punch you <laughs> i I've, I've never encountered that before uh, so so did yeah. you did you hear uh I, I know you're saying this is the first time you listen back to it um but so you're saying when you were on the stage and he stood up and kind of marched toward you and then said, uh, you watch what happens. You watch what happens blank. I don't remember that. You, I, you didn't hear it at know, the moment. No, well, I mean, I, I probably did. I, all I can tell you, I was in uh, a state of, I mean, I went into, this is a fight mode, uh, and I can't believe it. I'm on stage running for the U.S. Senate, and uh, all of a sudden there's this guy charging me on stage. He didn't just walk up and stand there. He put his chest in mine. And, uh, you know, the way I grew up, that's a challenging, um, you know, situation. And yeah. I thought, what do I do now? 
<laughs> it, it sounded like, Mike, what you said is, you better back up, buddy, or something like that. And he said, no, you back down. And you said, that'll never, ever, ever happen. Um, so, so you were engaging at the time, but, but I guess when the adrenaline gets pumping, uh, the way that it did there, and again, you sounded like right. you were in, you were in, you know, fight or flight mode, and it's either he's going to punch me and I'm going to have to react or I'm going to have to walk away and, uh, and then, right. you know, right. be, be essentially well, pushed I mean, off it, of the stage. You know, you know, I, I, I've been around and, uh, and I've been in those situations before, but it, it was just a, a total shock to have that kind of thing happen on, on a stage where, you, you know, you're doing a pretty serious thing, pretty important thing. And, uh, you know, I think he, he has issues. There's no doubt about it. <laughs> Have you had any kind of um, an acrimonious relation? I mean, obviously, you guys are all competing against one another. Everybody's in this race. So I know there's some level mm-hmm. of you know, maybe not fondness, I guess, because you have to you have to treat this like a battle. It is, you know, a political battle. But aside from the fact that you're both running for the same position, uh, uh, Mike Gibbons, have you had any acrimonious type of relationship with Josh Mandel in the past? And how surprised were you that he turned this as almost physical as it got? I, I've not had an acrimonious relationship with him. When he ran for treasurer, I supported him. I've had breakfast with him. Um, you know, he's a nice guy. I, I uh, uh, at least I thought he was. And um, I, you know, frankly, this was a shock. Now, this is the first time we've ever been on stage together in a debate situation where I'm kind of uh, running away from him in the polls. And, and I think he's got, uh, I don't think he's ever had, any, had anybody, you know, beat him in a primary before. Mm-hmm. and uh, he's having a lot of trouble with it. So do you think this was, uh, and this is just your opinion, of course, uh, do, do you think this was a desperation move on his part to try to gain more attention as he as, as the polls kind of start to shift, Mike? Well, you know, if you are an observer of this election from the outside, every few weeks you, Josh is throwing a show someplace. And, uh, you know, he was in, he debated uh, a Democrat uh, Senate candidate a few weeks ago, and, and it turned into a show. Uh, he's been thrown out of a board meeting physically. Uh, he was thrown out of a, of a fundraiser in Florida. It's always Josh Mandel thrown out of some place. And, it's, you know, it's a physical thing with him that you know, people are escorting him out. And, uh, frankly, I think he's a bit unhinged. And uh, I, I, I'm not quite sure he's he's uh, you know the kind of person that should represent this state. And uh, you know, and I, I I'm not saying it because because uh, I'm running against him. I think you just kind of look at uh, look at the facts. I've interviewed you a number of times. I've interviewed Josh a number of times as well. I never really thought that anything like this would happen. I kind of thought you guys were more more alike than different in terms of policy and in terms of conservatism and so oh, forth. Yeah. So, yeah. So this I think is, we are. This is yeah. yeah. And 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 I like passion. Uh, and I've said that many times. I want somebody who's going to be a lot more passionate, quite frankly, about the conservative causes that I think will benefit the people of Ohio and of this country than Rob Portman has ever brought, uh, because I have not been a fan. But this did take me by surprise. Um, so, Mike, if uh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen tonight? I understand there's another debate tonight. It's going to be on Fox Eight News, right? So, uh, yes, there is. Same stage again. What do you expect will happen when you see Josh face to face? 
You know, I, I'm not, we haven't gotten any polling data, uh, but, you know, I, I have to believe that his behavior is, you know, is not bringing in a lot of new votes. And, and I would hope he would behave like a gentleman. Um, you know, I, after the, after it was over, my, my wife was in the second row and, and she was sitting there and she said, I was saying to myself, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And because, you know, I, she didn't want me to respond, you know, in a violent way. And, and afterwards she says, you know, Michael, I think you've finally grown up. <laughs> so, <laughs> so she was very, she was very pleased by the whole thing. Well, I <laughs> got to tell you, uh, I, I didn't want to see any violence either, either, but I, I was afraid that it was going to happen. Well, I shouldn't say that because yeah. I didn't see it live. I saw it afterwards. But as it is, it played out as I watched it. I thought, boy, I could see Josh doing it. I could see you doing it because you're not a guy. You know, you, you've made a big part of your campaign. You know, you talk about the grit uh, that you learned from playing high-level football at St. Ignatius and what a big part of your yeah. life that is. You, I, I'm pretty sure if somebody swung on one, you or one of your teammates in an Ignatius uniform, you weren't going to walk away you were the kind of guy who was gonna so you know what i mean between the two and josh of course with his military i could totally have seen something violent happening there and i'm so glad that it did not but but but, but bob put yourself on on in in the situation and you don't have anything to draw on how how we deal with something like that and it was it was put me in a i mean i was in a a, you know a mode of 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 consternation uh, trying to figure out how do i handle this nutcase <laughs> and i just didn't quite know what to do and and luckily it ended peacefully but uh uh it, you know i i i would not expect it to, to repeat itself i hope i hope it doesn't mike um, um let, let me ask you that and i hope it doesn't as well but now i have to ask you about the other element of this whole thing and that was the sure. line of questioning that josh brought to you uh as it pertains to chinese investments um he talked about perfect <laughs> yeah. fit he said that Perfect Fit is a company that you, uh, I guess, acquired and then uh, essentially no. sold off a whole no. bunch of jobs to Chinese, exported jobs to to, to China to uh, to uh, you know work for that company. Can you respond to that? Sure. Um, you know, we we have sold. Uh, we we were involved in a lot of M and A transactions all over the world, and um, we. Um, and, and frankly, it was I was unaware of it. it. It wasn't a major transaction in our firm. We do literally do hundreds and hundreds of transactions over 32 years. And uh, well, since then we've gone back and researched. And yes, it, at one point we sold a company in Michigan to a Chinese. It was a consumer products company. They made. Uh, I, I frankly just found this out because, you know, we, as I said, we do a lot of transactions and I'm not focused on consumer products. And, uh, you know, it was a, you know, a VP in the firm headed up the deal. It wasn't an important transaction for us. And they, and a Chinese company bought a consumer products company in Michigan. And uh, that in 32 years is the only involvement we had with any American company in China. And uh, in what Josh said was, Mike has made actually said billions. He millions, did say billions, billions yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, uh, selling American jobs to China. Well, now first of all, when they bought Perfect Fit, if it's like every other transaction where they do, usually the employment increases <laughs> because you know somebody brings in capital and they say you know and they buy it for a reason. They don't buy it to shut it down and move the you know the machines to to, sh- to China 
or to any other country. They buy it and and they build it up. And they in in we have a myriad of examples of where you know we've sold a company to a private equity fund and in the, the employment is doubled. You know we there's a company down in New Philadelphia that we sold to a private equity shop in Houston, or actually to a strategic in Houston. They moved their whole Tennessee plant to New Philadelphia. So, I mean, it, it, there's positive things that happen. Um, you know, our client is the owner of the company. And uh, and in this case, but the whole idea was that somehow I was, you know, a friend of the Chinese Communist Party and and trying to assist China. That was the tone that, that was taken. It's it's absolutely absurd. Now, I can tell you this. You know, Josh, in, in, I, he also said I had... Uh, I, I owned uh, shares of a Chinese company. Chinese Petro. And, and, yeah, you mentioned Chinese right. Petro. Right. Well, it, it, it was in a mutual fund at U.S. Bank. And but I can tell you this: we've since looked at it, and you know, Josh uh, was an investor uh, in and made thousands of dollars, I might add, in a Chinese censorship app company. I mean, so what he's accusing me of, he did personally. I mean, this is it sounds like a, a kind of the Democrat projection thing. Uh, Just invested Ohio taxpayer dollars, our dollars, in companies that were bribing Chinese official, uh, officials. He, he did it with our money. Uh, I mean, this he, he Josh went on record opposing a, a, a Chinese cheating on trade deal um, prohibition. He he opposed it. You know, he has a history of exactly what he accused me of which certainly isn't true. Yeah, uh, you know, and uh, the reality is is we all own, own Chinese stuff. You know, everybody on that stage um, has had uh, an involvement with China. I mean, our, our, our cell phones are Chinese. You know, uh, Josh made thousands from a Chinese censorship act uh, or app. Uh, you know, Jane Timken, his husband ran a company that moved a manufacturing plant to China. Mm-hmm. You know, J.D. Vance sold his book in China. Uh, Matt Dolan sells Indians gear in China. Uh, our, all our iPhones come from China. I mean, it's not like all of a sudden we, we are going to stop using things from China. We can't. Uh, but this this whole line of somehow I'm un-American or disloyal, um, you know, because uh, we, we did business with a Chinese company is is absolutely absurd. Well, and, my Mike, my, yeah. my, my, uh, my my only frame of reference here is is, uh, and I've told uh, a couple of people this when they've asked me about what my thoughts were on what happened on that stage. Um, it, my only frame of reference is an IRA. I have an IRA. I, I'm I'm not a business owner. Yeah. I I don't have a, a a big portfolio. I just have a simple IRA. And guess what? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't manage my own IRA. I've got a guy like right. everybody else does. Who's, you better you know, watch it. You know. <laughs> right. And, and I don't know what they're buying and selling. I know there's stocks and bonds and funds and all kinds of things that they buy and sell to try to maximize my money so that I can someday retire. That's it. Because yeah. I don't have a 401k. i got an IRA. That's the whole idea. And I've got somebody who does it. And you know what? I don't know what they buy. And I'm assuming when you, you multiply look. that times millions, <laughs> well, times millions when you're in a situation like yours or other people of wealth, you don't know what your brokers are buying and what they're not because as no. you said you can't do that and I, I that kind of i was able to relate to that aspect of it because i have no idea what stocks are in my ira portfolio so how would you know what's in yours how would josh know what's in his and so on and so forth unless you're actively managing it well you know bob that was news to me when he told me i own that stock and he's correct it was in there uh I, it isn't now 
Uh, and, and again, I don't keep track of this stuff. I, I just yeah. don't have the time to keep track of it. Yeah. And, uh, Neither do I. And like I said, mine's small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it, there's only so much you can pay attention to. Uh, but I don't think Americans are disloyal for turning over their money to somebody to run it, and and, uh, and and they may own some Chinese stocks. And, you know, as I said, Josh actually, you know, didn't manage his or have his portfolio managed. And the very thing he accused me of uh, was one of the most, uh, you know, egregious against American interest companies that he could have invested in. And he... Uh, and he and he owned it, and yet he, you know, projected what he had done on me. Well, Mike Gibbons, uh, Senate candidate, frontrunner of the GOP. I appreciate you coming on to address this, giving us your perspective. I will obviously, obviously, of course, talk to Josh on the air, maybe as early as tomorrow, and get his re, uh, reaction to all of that as well. But of course, tonight it's uh, it's another stage. Uh, I hope uh, a handshake. <laughs> I hope a handshake will commence rather than a left jab. Uh, <laughs> because uh, well, I hope so too. I hope so too. I, you know, I think I think there's a an issue where you know he doesn't like the idea of me saying uh, that he has never worked in the private sector, and and I've always wondered why do we send people to Washington that have no concept of how our economy works? And his response is always, "I'm a Marine," and and you know, and I I honor his service. I, as you know, I have a son in the U.S. Navy. I my son's risking his life every day for this country. Josh risked his life for our country. I have absolute no, any, nothing but respect for that. But it it's not the answer to every single issue. <laughs> you you should have some expertise in something that might apply to to uh, the economic problem in this country, and because we have a huge one. Mike Gibbons, I, I appreciate that very much, and uh, and thank you so much for coming on. Best of luck in the uh, in the event tonight. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Mike. All right, there's Mike Gibbons, uh, his side of uh, the little showdown uh, on stage. We'll see what happens after tonight's event. I will endeavor to get uh, Josh Mandel on. Of course, we'll have something new to talk with Josh about and the other candidates. We, of course, are going to offer uh, equal time to all of the candidates to come on here and state their case in this Senate race. But uh, uh, with the event coming tonight, we'll, we'll talk about that as well as what happened with uh, the showdown with uh, Josh Mandel, either tomorrow or at whatever day this week he's available.